This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Presented by Liquid Spirits Beverage Catering Company. What's up? Welcome into episode 53 of Small Talk. I'm your host, Michelle Smallman, and we're going to do a little Q&A today. But before we do that, let's bring in the guys. Tommy Freeze Pops is here. Hello, Tom. Hello. And Steve Cerruti checking in from Connecticut. Steve, how you doing? What's good? Tom, did you decide to shorten the intro this week? Yeah, again, I like to switch it up. Today I went with the hello. Maybe I'll yeah. try something else next week. But. The <laughs> intros are always so weird. What do you say? <laughs> We're here. Let's chat. Definitely not what Tom did last week. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire on Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, it is Tuesday when we're taping this, and I am very pumped because in two days I get to hang out with Saruti and his wife Maddie again. I'm going to New York. They're going to be in New York. I'm going to visit friends and then go to the Hamptons, and Steve and Maddie are going to see John Mayer acoustic live. What's up? MSG. No big deal. (laughs) Double set. Here we go. J-May. High school Steve is fired up. Current Steve is fired up. I was going to say high school Steve, what? (laughs) Don't lie to us. High school Steve, college Steve, and current Steve are all fired up. (laughs) You know, I went through a John Mayer continuum phase. I think we've talked about this, but it really dropped off for me. See, it didn't for me. No. <laughs> everybody like everybody talks about the weird phase. Like you went through that. Well, there was the phase where everybody hated him, which is like after continuum kind of like when he was like dating every girl and then it was his whole thing. But whatever. he was talking about their sex lives publicly. That was shady. Yeah, he admits that it was not a great look for him. And um I kind of like the weird folky country-ish John Mayer. I like the bluesy John Mayer. I like all versions of John Mayer. I respect them all equally. So <laughs> You like every you. version of John Mayer. Every version of you is happy about John Mayer. You're just all in. If I was to go to one concert or one like you know band or act or whatever where I would know the most of their, that person's catalog, it would probably would be John Mayer. Wow, really? Yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, listen, deep tracks. Yeah, there's a lot of there, listen. There's a lot of <laughs> things that happen like in high school or whatever. Like the John Mayer songs get you through that stuff. Oh, you, you said this on the pod that John Mayer was the soundtrack to your adolescence or something. To my life, to my life, pretty much. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. I feel very, I feel you know very deeply about John. Mayer. Wasn't John Mayer the EXO John Mayer cover your wedding song? It was correct. Wow. Correct. Yeah, Maddie he, also likes John Mayer, so that's probably why we're married. He really has been with Only you reason. through every major step. <laughs> He's been with me through a lot. We've we've been through a lot of shit together. Okay, okay, Michelle. He gets you. I wonder if John knows the importance he's played in your life. If not, thank you, John. If you listen to this podcast, shouts out to you. I actually, heard he's a big Helping small a lot of people talk fan. I, I've heard the same. Yeah, definitely. What's up, John? Well, I'll look forward to seeing you. I'm sure we're going to have some stories after our drinks post John Mayer. And Tom's family's coming in town. Yeah, my brother Let's and go. sister and uh, our friend Dookie. They're all coming in. Dookie, listener of the pod. What's up, Dookie? Dookie's uh, a great name. Yeah, it's, it's awesome nickname. Uh, they fly in Friday morning, and uh, I'm going to try and show them the St. Louis tour that kind of Michelle gave me. I feel like she kind of gave me the template, you know? I'll have to approve your itinerary <laughs> to make sure they love St. Louis, obviously. No, we're going to have a good time. We're going to go to Cardinals game on Saturday. Nice. So that'll be fun. Great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped to, to show them the city. It, it's it's nice to have people visit me as opposed to going to visit other people. It's totally. like they're, it, 
them visiting me is going to show my friends, oh, yeah, it's okay to come visit Tom in St. Louis. You totally. Know? You need to get that first one under your belt. So Is this the first time they've all been out there? Like, oh, yeah. Bodies, your, your family, too? Yep. Hunter, uh, oh, the, wow. So this is a big deal. Yeah. My family helped me move out here, my mom and my dad, but no friends or siblings have come out to visit me since. There's a lot of pressure on you because I feel like mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends that live, like, across, you know, I have a friend in Chicago that we were just seeing. I had a friend in Seattle. I have a friend in Boston. He, like, all over the country, basically. I had a friend in L.A. And, like, I feel like whenever you go to visit them, there's a lot of expectations on you to make sure that you show them a good time. Yeah. I, honestly, it's the first time I've ever had to do something like this because when I was living in Boston and people would come to visit me, I wouldn't really, like, set an itinerary because I knew so many people in Boston and it's still sort of local to where we're from in Rhode Island. So I just kind of would go with the flow and, you know, whatever my friends were doing that night, that's what we'd end up doing and that's kind of – that was the game plan. Whereas now, like, this is the first time I'm hosting people coming to a city that they've never been to, and they have, like, an expectation of, oh, you need to go show me shit. So It's literally it, my dream. Yeah, so I, I need to step live, up my game. My nightmare, so. <laughs> I live for showing people St. Louis. I honestly do. do. It's my favorite thing ever, because every time they leave, they go, wow, I didn't expect this to be so great. I'm like, I know. It's a hidden gem. Low but expectations. I, keep the keep the expectations yeah. low. Keep them low. And then, yeah, then you'll everyone will be happy when they. Meet. Yeah, expectations are already low. They know I don't it have like pretty much any friends here, so like they they <laughs> they, they have low expectations. So we're working we're working at Listen, a very low base. Yeah, I mean they're gonna walk into your apartment and see a bunch of empty beer cans. So that's, <laughs> yeah, keep expectations low, dude. Come on. Totally. I will say this though. Props to them for coming to visit you because none of my friends ever came to Connecticut. They flew to Boston and I would meet them in Boston or they would fly to New York and I would meet them in the city but none of them really oh except for my friend Amy shout out to Amy who uh, did come to Connecticut for a night before we went to New Hampshire for me to run a half marathon and then we bookended it with Boston but none of my friends wanted to visit Hartford I don't know why (laughs) that's not surprising (laughs) come on like yeah, although I you know it's funny when we when we got off the when we were ubering uh, in LA the last time I was there for Ryan's podcast, like the, our Uber driver was like really interested in Connecticut for some reason. Like we told him where we're from, and he's like, "Oh my god, what's there to do there? Like, is the foliage great?" And that's really the only reason you'd go to Connecticut. Is but it's it's like kind of like a drive through state when you're going to Boston or like New York or whatever, or if you're going to hang out and watch some foliage. So you know, there's really not many reasons to hit up Hartford. Like Hartford has it, obviously <laughs> Michelle knows, but you know, there's not there's not a ton going on other than some yard goats games and maybe some UConn basketball. Yeah, there's never been a bigger lie spun than Hartford has it. <laughs> it's a great yeah. hashtag, though. It is a good, I mean, it's the, it's the city slogan, like, what's up? I will just never forget when I first moved to ESPN, and everyone's like, oh, where are you living? And I'm like, Hartford, they're like, oh. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why <laughs> someone told you, someone, someone duped you. Like, yeah. I don't know. Duped. You got, yeah, you literally got played. Yeah, her name like, was Mags. Know. She for sure got her palm greased by this building, because I realized pretty quickly that almost everyone that lived there was from ESPN and we were all transplants. And none of them, none of the normal people live in Hartford. Like, you just don't do but that. But also, not, now that we're diving into this, West Hartford is like a six-minute drive and it's way cheaper to live downtown not, Hartford. And it's okay. not like if you're in West Hartford, not, you're really yeah. walking around all the time. You're still driving oh, to the center and parking no, your car. Not if you live in walking distance to the center. I mean, what's up? And did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a rare times. You're a rare. That means person. you're cool, man. I know. We would walk to Bar Taco. What's up? Grant's. Good times. Yo, Grant's is closed, though, huh? And it would Not be, to do did, super inside Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is did. enough about Connecticut already. But, it, uh, you know, you'd see, the good thing is you'd be out in West Hartford, you'd see a lot of people around that at ESPN. You'd see talent. You'd see behind-the-scenes people. That was, a, you know, it was a kind of a cool place to be because of that. Hartford, nobody does that. 
Yeah, you're awkward. right. It's literally, it was like me and tumbleweeds. I would go for a nightly jog and yeah, it'd it was be you like. you and the wolf pack. I'm like, am I, I getting murdered down here? There's no one around. Like, Hearts what is happening? Is this after Armageddon? Like, what has happened? <laughs> one of my favorite things to, to close out the Connecticut stuff here is when uh, Chris Berman's assistant would send out the email to everyone at ESPN saying, Chris Berman's Hartford Wolfpack tickets are available tonight if anyone would like them. I don't <laughs> like, remember that. Once one. a month, she'd send <laughs> that. Yeah. I got those. <laughs> So I, I I think me, James Steele, and a few other ESPN people, we used those tickets once. So oh, shouts to Chris you, Berman. Yes. Yeah, shouts out. <laughs> so what we're going to do this week, let's not talk about Connecticut anymore, okay. <laughs> is we put out the call to action on social media. You know, we haven't done this in a while. Let's do a little Q&A with our listeners, Love our it. great listeners of Small Talk. But before I pose the listener questions, I have a question for you guys that I want to run by you. I'm having yeah. a little bit of a, an existential crisis conversation with my friends. So as mentioned, I'm going to New York to visit my friends, and then we're going to the Hamptons for the weekend. And I get an email from my friend saying, hey— booked you for Soul Cycle on Sunday and Barry's Boot Camp on Saturday. We're going to work out both days. And I'm thinking, what? I'm trying to get my rosé drunk on and lay in the sunshine. I'm not trying to get up early and work out, right? And, you know, I work out here in St. Louis. It's not like I'm afraid to work out. But I get this email from Barry's Boot Camp, which I have not done. I heard it's very hard. And it's like, we'll see you on Saturday for an intense upper body workout. We'll see you in the red room. And I'm like, the red room? That sounds awful. It sounds like it's going to ruin my whole day. Do you think that I fake an illness and I do not go to Barry's boot camp? What the hell are people doing working out on their weekends in New York? Like, what? what? I know. Like, you're in the Hamptons. Let's wake up. Let's have a bagel, a mimosa. You know what I mean? Like, let's get our yeah. day going. If, I'm, not, I'm not trying to go to Barry's boot camp. If I'm, like, on vacation or if I'm taking a trip or whatever to a different place— I'm looking for like a fatty ass breakfast sandwich and an iced coffee, and I'm yes. sitting my ass near water. Like, what? I don't understand. Thank what okay. is this work? I've never worked out on vacation ever, not once. And what? Where do they get off just signing you up too? Like, because it's this... the whole group, the whole squad's going. Ugh. And then that's the re- I hate brutal workouts too. Ugh. Oh, and the response was, "We'll be fit and sexy to start our day." LOL. Or just tired. I was like, or I embarrass <laughs> myself in the red room, and then you guys can't look me in the eye the rest of the weekend. How? What's the fitness level of these people? Like, are we talking? They're all ripped. They're all fans? hot and all right, ripped. So okay. And then so. there's me, cruising in from Missouri, <laughs> looking for a mimosa. <laughs> I think you fake an illness. I think you have. You to. You think I just get yeah. really drunk on Friday well, you night? You can't get no. both of them. You have to. You have to. Go I'll to go to. So I've gone to Soul Cycle many a time, hungover. Soul Cycle. It's on a bike. It's in the dark. You're literally listening to Beyonce by candlelight. You can fake your way through Soul Cycle. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like to your speed and your your intensity level. If you want to go all out, it's a great workout. If you just want to cruise in the corner and try not to vomit for an hour, you can also do that. Whereas Barry's boot camp, it's high intensity interval workout in the red room. Yeah, red room is just I didn't want no part of that. That sounds way too intense, especially for a vacation workout. It's like fifty shades of gray was the red room. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, what is this shit? I don't want that. No part of that. Working out's overrated. Is I feel it like people though? it is. <laughs> It is overrated because I feel like people go to the gym for like not – it's like a status symbol to go to like one of these things. Like I feel like all these people that you're working out with, yeah, they're probably all fit and it's great, but it's like, oh, my God, let me just show how impressive I am that like I'm going to book this workout class on the weekend. No disrespect to the people you're going with if they listen to the pod. Like what's they up? Do. I'm glad, I'm glad that you have, to them. I'm glad that you have abs. But like 
They have you know, great abs. Way uh, just, great abs. I'm not really I'm not really into that. Like I'm not really I like I like you know, my workouts are like playing pickup hoops or pickup. When's the last time you worked out, Steve? Like in a gym? Yes. Oh, years. Multiple years. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I don't do that. Years. And you think you could beat me in a mile race and you haven't worked out in oh, years? Oh, we're doing this again. I mean, I could. It's Danny Canelo has verified that I could. <laughs> and I play pickup soccer. Like, I don't know. I mow my lawn. I get, I get some stuff in. Mowing like, I get your some... lawn is not a workout. Uh, mowing my lawn when it's 100 degrees outside is uh, is more of a workout than I bet Barry's boot camp is. Hmm? 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 Whoa. <laughs> okay, the gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> there is no way you pushing a mower. Are you even pushing it or are uh, you in driving? That heat, I'm sitting there sweating. I'm losing I'm losing toxins. It's basically like sitting it's basically like hot yoga but mowing your lawn. <laughs> are you pushing or are you on a riding mower? Oh, I'm pushing. Come on, Michelle. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Those riding mowers are fun as hell though. Yeah, that would that wouldn't be a workout. I'm pushing. <laughs> I'm pushing. I'm about front and back. We got a lot. It's hot out. Like I said, it's been hundred degrees in the northeast of the last like two weeks. Hot as shit. Like it was intense. And I sweat out a lot of toxins. I felt great about myself. That's good forearm work there, too. It is, 100%. Yep, great arm workout. <laughs> I hope you wear running shoes when I see you in New York because I am I have half the mind to just say, you know what, we're doing this on the streets. Street the race. Street I mean, race. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. We'll have I'm, Maddie go in a mile away from us, and we'll see who gets to her first. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm still really I will confident. smoke you. I am so confident. Michelle, you realize that I like, I play pickup things, though. Like, I I don't, like, I, you know, I play pickup, play pickup soccer. A I run half marathons, Steve. No, I know. <laughs> I know, but I don't just, I'm saying I don't just do nothing. Like, I don't just sit around and hang. Like, I like to play FIFA a lot, but I don't only play FIFA. Like, I, you <laughs> know, like, I, I, I play pickup games all the time. I played FIFA last night. <laughs> yeah, like, I was in the gym working on my skills. What's up? Left button, right button. Let's go. <laughs> Listening to FIFA bangers daily. PKs. Oh, dude, I always listen to FIFA bangers daily. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to some listener questions because we will continue to do this for the next 30 minutes and we're short on time. All right, question number one comes from Matt. He wants to know, how long is it appropriate to wait before telling someone that they need to go home after you've hooked up with them? Oh, man, this is such a tough question because it's so dependent. I feel dependent. like you need to answer this. That's how much you like that. Yeah, right? it's so, context I, is I so important. I don't have an answer. Uh, on, it's if It depends on the hookup. Like, if you had sex with the girl... Well, the expectation right is that you let her sleep over and kind of just wake up at her leisure and go home when she wants. Like but, you don't. But what if you're up early and she sleeps in all day? See, man, I've never really had to deal with that. Like it, most people have, like I don't know, a sense of when it's time to leave. Like I, I haven't really dealt with a true lingerer like that. If I mean, if if it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and she's still asleep. I guess you maybe tap her on the shoulder and you're like, hey, you know, I got to run to the grocery store or something. Like, you, you let you let the person sleep as late as they want, but, I mean, I guess if it's going into the mid-afternoon, you got to say something. Um, but, like, if it's a really bad hookup or something weird happens, like, you can totally say something that night. Like, you can totally make some excuse up. or Or you, I don't know. You just flat out tell them to leave. But if, if you had, like, a good hookup with someone, you got to just let them stay. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I'm with Tom. It's definitely about context. I feel like if you like the person, this is always an issue, I feel like, if you just, like, don't really see it going anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if it's, like, definitely just a one-night thing, I feel like most people understand that you leave in the morning. If you're, like, a if you're a person that's lingering around, too, like, why, why do you want to stay? Like, unless you 
I don't know. Like if I, you know, especially because I feel like most people in the morning are like, you know, they look like shit. They're hungover after that. Like, mm-hmm. like I kind of want to get out of here, take a shower, maybe have a breakfast sandwich. Like, I'm not trying to stay around and like have breakfast with this person and like, chill all camp. day. Unless like you guys really hit it off, and then if you really hit it off, then yeah, you can spend the day together. That's cool, and maybe something goes on from there. But I don't know. I I, I think. I think once noon hits, then you can be like, hey, like, I got stuff to do today. Like, what are, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I got noon. That yeah, noon's late, too. So late. But, again, again, context is super important there, you know? But, yeah, yeah, there, there's real no clean answer to that. Because I think once noon, like, noon, like, okay, you can kind of play it off, like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll make some food, maybe we'll have a bagel, maybe we'll have some cereal, some coffee, blah, blah, blah. You can just kind of, like you know, waste the morning away. But then at that point, you're like, okay, the day is kind of, we're midday here. Like, what are we doing? Question for Tom. <laughs> yeah. When a girl shacks in the morning, do you offer her breakfast? Or are you just like, let me get you an Uber? Uh, I I do not offer breakfast. No. <laughs> you, I mean, I never have like Uber? shit in my fucking apartment. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm just like swearing like that. Um <laughs> I don't have like a lot of food like that in my like. What am I gonna pour so her a bowl ra- of cereal? You need to like, ration it for yourself is what you're saying. I mean, I don't, I'm not really a big breakfast guy as it is. Like, what? I'm not. I'm really not. I uh, maybe a piece of fruit. That, that's it. Um, no, don't offer breakfast. Wow. And honestly, I'm not really one to call the Uber either. Usually they call their own Uber. Now, just maybe I'm an asshole. I don't. I don't know. I think you may have just discovered that you are. <laughs> you call them. You don't call them Uber. You don't call them an Uber them yourself. You don't offer to pay for them to go home after the lovely night you shared. No, I mean, I have, I have called an Uber or a Lyft in the past if they didn't have the app, but generally, ninety percent of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, I should say, yeah, I'm not. I, if they have Uber, they call their own Uber. That's fair. <laughs> 2019, I mean, you know. Yeah. Is that wrong? I, I, Women I doing it so. for themselves. Yeah. Do you think this is more of a guy or a girl thing, too? Like, I feel like the girl usually goes to the guy's place, right? That's a thing. Am I making that? You know, your boy's been out of the game a little bit too long. I don't know. Is that a thing? I feel like that's a thing. Tom? So, it, yeah. it, I mean, it depends on what bar you're at. I mean, if you're at a bar near your place, you're going to go back to your place. If you're close to to that girl's place you'll go to her place that's been my experience what's your leaving what like you leave first thing in the morning when i wake up i go home yeah and and it's for everything you just said it's because i feel like really hungover or like i know i'm just not like looking (laughs) great and i i love to just shower as soon as i wake up too yeah so and and i and i know if i'm if i'm not gonna like hook up with the girl that same day like again that next morning like i'm out of there as soon as i wake up I, and, and again, and I'm not. I'm not oh man, that came off. Know. That came yeah, off the well, wrong. All right. That came off the wrong Listen, way. There's no more action. Like I gotta get out. Of no, this. God, I can't be left. It, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into like intimate details. So please don't. I don't either. Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> that came on. out. That let's came off really wrong. Let's get weird. get, get out of here. Things are. Is that what you said her in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> God, that just ended terribly for me. I think that's great. There's so many that's what she says in here. I don't even know how to move forward. <laughs> okay, the next message, the next question I should say, comes from Brent and he wants to know what was the most WTF moment for you guys during the RK days? Hmm. Steve, why don't you go first? Uh I think it was man, that's a, I think it was when I forget why Ryan was hosting. I think he was he in LA that day when he, he was, was in LA. He was in LA. 
And so they were basically doing yeah. the, sh- the show over like satellite. Was, yeah, essentially just like TV feeds. And Danny was in Bristol <laughs> by himself. And Ryan's TV feed went down like middle of the first segment. He froze and then it went down. <laughs> yeah. And I've never seen someone panic the way Danny panicked I can when that his happened. Face right his, yeah. He went, he went white as a ghost and was terrified that like he had, we had five minutes left in the segment. Like he had to carry the rest of the segment by himself. Oh, literally cry. And I was like, dude, it's five minutes. Like just. I don't know. Talk about so something scared. else. Like, take it. Play a piece of sound. Take a call. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was terrified to do that. Uh, we got through it, and then we got. I think we ended up getting Ryan back for the next segment. But that was definitely like a whoa. Okay, or Danny. Like, why are you so scared about this? Oh, can you go back and find the picture? Yeah, I have it. Oh my god! Please send it. it to us, and we'll tweet it out. That is incredible. That was one of my most favorite moments of all time. It's uh, on my phone. Hold on. I go. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Tom, um, I would say I don't know if it's a WTF moment, but my one of my favorite moments that that pop in my head right now is when Rick Ross was on the show and oh. he was describing partying with Gronk. And he, he was like, he's a Viking from the mountains, and he was you know do he was showing like how Gronk like you know pops bottles and stuff like I, I just that interview was hilarious, and uh, that that's what's popping into my head right now for a WTF moment. Um, I've never seen Rosolo so happy. He was, so loves Rick Ross. He was so pumped. So happy. I mean, I was so pissed I took that day off. It was the worst day ever. I took a photo with Rick Ross when we were like chatting to take a picture. I had this gold chain on from J. Crew. And he was like, girl, I like your chain. And I was like, I like yours better. Want to trade? And he had this oh, huge I- diamond <laughs> teardrop chain. He started laughing. He's like, nah. <laughs> and then I asked him to take a picture and he pulled me in real close. Oh, yeah. Snuggle. It's, there was a, a, for sure a snuggle in there. And then he had dropped a bunch of weight and I was like, you're looking good, Rick. And he was like, I'm Rick Fit or Cross Rick or what did he call it? <laughs> uh, Ross Fit. Ross Fit. There you yeah, go. Whatever yeah, it was. Ross Fit. He's yep. like, I'm Ross Fit, baby. I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Give me that uh, chain. Check your phones. Oh my God, we have. It was to... on my birthday. That's a, that's hilarious. I we have to that. tweet this out. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this this should be like memed more. Like this should be a I famous tried meme. I use it as a meme once, and yeah, I got yelled at. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> it's, hilarious. <laughs> it's just such genuine fear. Yep. I'm gonna tweet this out. Absolute panic. <laughs> so good. Okay, my WTF moment that is coming to mind, at least initially is when we did a live show at North Carolina for Duke-North Carolina, the rivalry game. And when we used to go on the road, we would do live advice, you know, a rip of our very popular life advice segment. And we would have to vet the people in the crowd for their questions, and they would ask Brian and Danny questions live. And I forget why I didn't vet the questions that day. I think it's because I had to get Jay Billis and Jay Williams to set because we did the round table, like a panel thing. But it was the second to last segment of the show. We'd been sitting at, what was that place called, Steve? Top of the Hill, Topo or something? Top of the Hill, right? Top yeah. of the Hill. And everyone's coming up. They're asking their questions, whatever. Some guy comes up on live radio, live on the mic, and is like, hey, I drove like seven hours here because I want to ask Michelle on a date. Michelle, will you go out with me? And everyone in the crowd went nuts. And Jay Williams was like, Michelle, go out with him. Go on a date with him. And I was like, never more mortified in my entire life. And I felt so uncomfortable. And 
then at the end of the show, of course, the guy's like loitering so he can ask me out face to face. And Jay Williams made me take a picture together and he asked for my phone number. And I said, why don't I give you my work email? Oh, man. You had to give him your work email? Well, I'm not giving him my cell phone number. No, I mean, you had to give him anything is like what I'm bummed out about. Yeah, he emailed me like one hour after the show and was like, what are you doing tonight? (laughs) And I did not respond. (laughs) Wow. I, what am I gonna say? You know? Yeah, I would. I mean, listen. In my defense, I had nothing to do with it. I don't think Danny and Ron had anything to do with it, with it either. Uh, we had somebody behind the scenes who was sort of screening questions, and she just let it happen. She thought it was funny. She thought it was good. She thought <laughs> she thought maybe you were gonna find love in a hopeless you know? place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was certainly a WTF moment because I'm like, what the hell? I'm just trying to work over here. Found love in Chapel Hill. Yeah. Not trying to get accosted. Yeah, from like a creepy guy that drove seven nice. hours. Yeah, remember that, Steve? He drove a long I way. I do. I kind of remember what he looked like, too. Yeah, um, me too. Hmm. I won't describe it, but... I wonder if he like listens beat. to the pod. He wasn't beat. No, he wasn't you know, beat he was at okay. all. Yeah, he could have done worse. <laughs> yeah, come to think of it, why didn't you <laughs> sure. go on the date with this guy? Honestly, you'd probably <laughs> miss an opportunity there, to be honest. You know what's weird is when someone comes up to you like that and they give you the resume, I think he was an architect, like, great, oh. great resume, or a lawyer or something, whatever. He had a good job and he seemed nice and normal. But you're like, how nice and normal are you that you think that we, you don't even know who I am and you think that we have so much of a connection that you drove all the way up here to ask me out? Yeah, but think about that. It happens all the time to like, to like celebrities. Like, you know. I'm not a celebrity many, though. Eh, no. you're sneaky as celebrity. I mean, no. Kind of are, yeah. Steve. You're definitely the most famous person on this podcast. No, Steve is for sure. No. You think Steve Steve's had, more famous than Steve no. is way more famous than me. Steve has a national reach on two different platforms and a soccer no. podcast. Hello. You have more Twitter followers than I do by a lot. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. I think more people would know who you are. And you know what? To be fair, I bet most people don't follow you on Twitter because they're looking for Sir Rudy. Yeah, that definitely hurts you. That hurts you for sure. Yeah, I've been told I should change my name to that. And I'm like, ah, no, don't no, do that. That's no, no, no. That's super But yeah. I bet people search for you in that way. And that's yeah. why they don't follow you because they can't find you. Yeah, no, I get that tweet every day. True story. Every single day? Yep. <laughs> Just like, hey, oh, dude, Sir, I thought your name was Sir Rudy. Like, Sir Rudy, like Sir Elton John. I'm like, why would it be that? No. Why, why would it be that? You don't think that if they thought that they would know the story by now? It would make sense if I had like a British accent. But, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Next one is from Dave. What's your favorite song to jam in the car to? I mean, Ooh. Saruti, you got to have something from J-May here. No, he's not a car jammer. Oh, not, interesting. No, 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 no. Can I guess, well, Steve? What, 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 what are, we, are we talking like going to the beach, like no, party just, mode? No, you're getting in the car. You need to pick me up. Where are you going? I have a guess. Like by myself? I have a guess. I'm going to write Steve's down, and I'm going to show it to Tom, and let's see if I get it right. Okay. Let's see. Uh, This is a tough one. I mean, it depends like what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if he'll. What if I get it right? I I can see you're going to get it right, because I don't even know what my. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking of a song that that I've seen hype you up many times. Well. I will say, like, my favorite song that, like, I think in a, like, if you're going out that's on at a bar or something or, like, a club S type thing is easily Pop That by French Montana. Great song. Not um, my choice, I, but great song. I would say that is the best, like, party song of all time. Whoa. That's <laughs> I mean, a hot take. I mean, that song is incredible. Uh, oh, if you're going to go, okay, if you're if you're going, okay, I think I know where you're going with this, Michelle. 
My favorite rap song of all time is International Players Anthem yeah. by UGK and Outkast. So maybe that's what what you're thinking of. Yeah, exactly that's what she what wrote, wrote down. down. Yeah, that is a good wrote. one. Yeah. Honestly, that that does put. How does that not put you in a good mood? It's I know. That's what I'm saying. Like we would throw that on in the car, and you would get really hyped. So that is a good one. Sneaky other one is uh, What You Know by Ti. Always song. puts oh. me in a great mood. Always great puts me in a great mood. Um, Ti's yeah. got a sneaky great catalog. Oh, great catalog. Yeah, yeah. Not so much recently, but also another rapper that we met on. Priscilla and Canal, great guy. Love T.I. Uh, he gave me a hug, and I had a pineapple pin on my jacket, and he asked me if I was Hawaiian because I had a, <laughs> yeah, like, right. hey, I like your pineapple pin. Are you Hawaiian? And I was like, aloha, T.I., I am not. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for the hug. What an incredible observation. Oh, yeah. I was like, why are you looking at my jacket lapel? <laughs> my my pin collection. <laughs> There are my so flare. many songs, though. I mean, I, you need you guys need to name some. I can name like a hundred. Yeah, Tom, where are you going? So, for some reason, the first one that popped in my head because I mean, I sing a lot in the car by myself. Me too. Um, Let it fly. Yeah, I mean, you're in there by yourself. You're just having a good time. Uh, four non blondes. The one that's like, and I say, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. You know that one? That just hurt my ears. <laughs> where are we? I said, hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? Instead of just saying you, what's like, going on, he had to sing the whole Well, thing. I didn't know if it was called What's Up or What's Going On. I that always forget the like name of the mood, song. That put you in a good mood? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're just, you're just letting it all out, you know? I said, what, hey. What is wrong with <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I really also, don't September, know. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Great song. Love yeah, great singing song. that in the song. You led with four non-blondes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's led with that. Popped into my head. That's unfortunate. Yeah, wow. I feel like I need to stare this back. (laughs) That, that, like, you're, like, you're having a, like, I don't I just feel like, like, okay, sunny day, windows are down, like, what's going on? Like, you're feeling good, you put this song on, and that's not the song. That's not it. (laughs) That ain't it, Chief. (laughs) That ain't it, Chief. (laughs) A lot of Kanye, college dropout, that basically that whole album, do that in the car. Yeah, Kanye. Stevie, love, love, you know, Sir Duke. I don't know. Trying to think. So I, uh, this isn't this my pick, but I just needed to shout this out. You know what song I heard in the car yesterday on my shuffle? I had plugged my phone in, was just shuffling my Spotify. Wipe Me Down by Lil Boozy. <laughs> Such a good song. You're singing that in the car? I was jamming. That was great. Macy Gray also. I try to say goodbye and I choke. All right, we don't need you Tom, to sing. what is happening right now? <laughs> we don't need you to sing. Not even what you could sing all you want. What are these songs that you're picking? That <laughs> these are, are <laughs> these are songs I enjoy singing. <laughs> Try to walk away and I stumble. Now I understand why you sing. <laughs> what is it? Ether? Hinder, hinder, whatever. Lips of an, an angel. angel. God, I know. What is wrong? You have terrible taste in music. No, I terrible don't. I have amazing taste in music. Like a few weeks ago, we Herbal. connected on Vampire Weekend and some other things, and now you're now I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I love you're... Vampire Weekend, but I can't I, I I can't do it justice singing in the car. I uh, I mean, I do I listen to it in the car, I sing it, but I'm not I'm not great at it, you know. Gosh, I know. <laughs> you got to know your strengths. I'm trying to think of like, but what's yours like right now? Right now? Yeah, I feel like Lizzo is too easy. Lizzo is too mm. easy. You know, this is this is not original. The truth hurts, obviously. Great. But I feel like I've been revisiting Queen a lot. And um, I'll throw on some Queen and really mm-hmm. just get down. I get that. Like, You're My Best Friend is always so fun to sing at the top of your lungs when you're driving. Or you know what else I've been listening to lately, Throwback? I've been rocking a lot of Incubus. 
<laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Are you serious? Or yeah, are you just fucking with us? No. Let's go. I swear to God, Wish You Were Here <laughs> is a great song to run to, the Incubus version. Well, it all started because I went, this is so embarrassing. I was over at my friend Brittany's house and she had all of these old photo albums of us from college and like printed out photos from Walgreens. Respect. And I posted some on my Instagram. And we had a room in our sorority house called the Nookie Room. Jesus. It was on the main level, and it just had couches in it. And pe- people would study in there. Big Limp Biscuit fans. Study, a, lot of, a lot of making out in the Nookie Room. And, a lot um, of studying in the Nookie Room. Yeah. Ew. yeah a lot anatomy. Of, yeah, a lot of anatomy going on in the Nookie Room. No, you're not going to hook up in a public spot like that, right? Mm. But anyway, so then we started listening to Limp Biscuit, which, by the way, has a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. bangers. Absolute stuff. bangers. Let's go. Oh my god! Here, let me pull this up. I had saved a few. Rollin' is sneaky, a great <laughs> oh, fun song. Okay, yeah. you know what's funny about that? I feel like when I listen back to that, I'm like, I'm embarrassed that I'm listening to it, but I'm like, I want to listen to it so bad. Like, I, like you're like, embarrassed, Limp- but you're enjoying it. I know. Like, Limp- there's so many <laughs> bands like that. I feel like a lot of those punk bands, in like the early 2000s, Some 41. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not embarrassed. Like the one that I'll go back to that I will never be embarrassed about, but like I listen to Dashboard all day, every day. <sighs> yep. Another one, my like friend Brittany, and one of her. Photos was wearing a dashboard confessionals t shirt. I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) No, like, great call. Yeah, (laughs) great call. So then I got down on this rabbit hole and my music. So it went from Limp Biscuit to Sum 41 and POD. Remember you said the nation? Yes. Yes. And then some Incubus got (laughs) worked in. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man, I was, I was, you were in deep, deep rabbit hole. Let's go. It was fun, though. (laughs) That's an intense song. All really good workout songs. And then, of course, I keep through that revisiting every two to three months i will work out exclusively to the collision course album jay-z lincoln park <laughs> yep. which is like oh, yeah. such yeah. a great workout it's awesome. and a couple it's like years ago yeah i went through a really five songs big, like, or something discovering of lincoln park oh it's so good so yeah that's kind of where i've been at right now kind of surprising make but, damn but, sure taking back sunday another one that i like to scream in the car you know get some energy out taking back so i get that i can i understand i can get down with that yeah. i just recently went through the car to three again nice couple, great yeah, great yeah album. Nice. which is really probably his last great album i mean he's had songs since then but man that album slaps to use tom's word he slaps, slaps heavily heavily slaps i like when we talk music guys yeah i really do should we just become a music pod? No, because then you'll sing more <laughs> yeah you, you also have bad taste i know now. i, I don't setting Four non blondes. Oh my, that's an incredible song. That was the first one you named. That's an incredible <laughs> that's song. How dare both of you? <sighs> uh, anyway. Okay, next question. What is the thing you miss most about not doing the show daily with one another? Sir Rudy. Probably like. Yeah, I miss Steve too. I don't know. <laughs> I just think, I mean, stupid answer, but like just like the daily conversation of just like BSing. I don't know. I know. Yeah. It's really nothing specific. Like it's just being around everybody and, you know. I know. Like, we like to talk a lot of shit about people. Like, you know, that's totally. what we do. We were really and, good at it. You know, we're very judgy. <laughs> I'm very judgy. Uh, and we used to just kind of do that. And that was fun. I like doing that. I was thinking about this the other day about our, our show, the five of us on Rosilla and Canal. I don't think we realized at that moment how good we had it. Like, we were all very much in sync with each other. It was such an easy show to work on. Our personalities all meshed really well. Ryan and Danny, as far as hosts go, were so fun to work with. And 
I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like Steve, when I worked with you, we were always kind of on the same page. Like we, mm-hmm. I didn't have to lay everything out all the time. You would anticipate things or I would anticipate things. And it was just very easy. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like you you worked here for a while before we even like met, really. Over a year, which is nuts. Yeah. I'll never then... forget when I came in. So this is a backstory. They told me I was moving to Rosillo and Canal. And I was really surprised. And I knew had Steve had been on the show prior to me. So I went in, I waited around one day and I went into the studio after the show and I sat and talked to Steve for over an hour. I was just like, yeah, hey, was a long time. hey, Michelle, like I'm going to be working <laughs> on the show. And I'll never forget. I left and I was like, I really like that guy. I think this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we are. <laughs> and then here we are. 2019. <laughs> what year was that? It was 2015. 15. 15? Yeah, okay. Hold wow. On. Let me let me check. That's a long time ago. 2015? Let me look at my photos because I can tell you when it was because our first road trip was to, no, it was 2016. Still. That's, that's... I started on the show late August, right after my birthday. Yeah, it was right before football season. Really. Yep. And then we did September together and then our first road trip was to Wisconsin, and it was on October 14th, 2006. Oh, which is now 2016. Yeah. yeah, Madison. But yeah, October 14th, 2016. I would say that's when our friendship really took off, when we got really drunk at Wando's with a fishbowl. Yep. yep, that was before or after our Tallahassee. That was, the, that was before. before the Tallahassee drive. Yeah, before. that definitely put the exclamation point on it. Definitely. And then when did you join the show? Uh, February of 2017 is when I came aboard. Uh, I was like a fill-in before then for Bubba. Yeah, yeah, they all knew. They, yeah, we all knew you. Yeah, we all yeah knew I came. You. I came into the fold uh, like every day in in that fe- that February after I, uh, I filled in for Bubba one day, and it was the day after the Patriots. Uh, victory parade, and I came right. in real banged up. I will never forget That's that right. day as long as I <laughs> live right. because it was when it was one of the funniest moments we've ever had on air. When you read your Twitter handle, yeah. and Ryan thought it was so funny, he was speechless. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 it's interesting to me. Like, I feel like he must have known my handle or something to ask me that, right? Like, he just. No, because I don't think he did. Danny, yeah. Danny, if I remember correctly, was asking you how you were feeling because you were obviously really banged up at the Patriots parade. And you had no voice, and you said, "I'm drinking a lot of water" or something. <laughs> and then you said something about having photos or whatever from the parade. And Ryan, I, I believe, if I have it correctly, said, "How can people find you?" Oh, uh, there we go. He was trying to get my yep. content out okay. there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then you said, "At your boy T," and then you spelled out, you go, "Y a b o i t c." For like what? Oh man! And then and and then I I think I Wally pipped Bubba that day. It was like a few weeks later. I was on the show. Yeah. There so, you go. There Bubba we go. Out. Sorry, Bubs. Bubba, screening manager. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say it's like nothing. It was you know it's nothing specific. It's just like the BSing. It's funny. Like I remember when when Danny uh, when Danny got let go and Ryan did that like really awesome sort of like. I don't know what you even call it. Yeah, like, like a monologue. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a send-off, but it was just like talking about what happened. And he was like, he, he, I'll always remember this. He was just like, you know, I'm probably not going to see Danny anymore. And you like don't think about that at the time because you're like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. We'll see each other or whatever. But you, you it's almost like when you graduate from high school, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, we'll hang out. We'll keep in touch. And you just like kind of don't. Right. But we kept in touch, obviously. But right. like you just don't get to experience the same things together. So that's, that's probably what I would be uh, – 
the that's what I miss the most. I'm gonna throw one more in there before we move on. I really miss Taco Thursday. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> you, you know what? Yes, it's a good. We still carry it on. <laughs> oh, that's, it's not the yeah. same yeah, without Tom and I there. You know it. No, even, it's not. It's not. It's speaking not, of but. Taco Thursday, I had a Taco Tuesday to myself here, and I spilled on my shirt. Yeah, it's a pretty big stain. Yeah, big stain. I was debating whether or not I should go home and change. Clearly, you didn't. Didn't. Nice. I don't think there is a better. I was talking about this with Maddie the other day. This is like a, a kind of kind of a sidetrack conversation, but I, uh, tacos are the best food, right? Like, there's not what is better than tacos. Now she threw pizza at me, and I was like, I don't know. I think I would. Yeah. Take, I think I would take tacos. You know what? I've had a bad taco. Pizza's better. If you have good pizza, it's better than the best taco. Man, I don't know I, about that. Man, I want to. I want to like really dive in on this one day. I don't want to give like a really <laughs> right, like future. Yeah, this is yeah, a future. Like I marinate on your points, and we'll come re- back. Sauce next boss week. has some research to do. Yeah, come on, sauce boss, you can come up with a really big take on. I'm this. gonna hold off on okay. this. Okay, next one. This one is for me, but for bo- all of us. Okay. It says Michelle. This is from I don't know his name. I'm so sorry. Okay. All right. Question. Michelle, I know you and Sean Evans of Hot Ones fame, for those who don't know Sean Evans, both went to the University of Illinois. Did you know each other in college? And is there anyone that you or the rest of the Post Show Pod squad know from high school or college that are blue checkmark famous? Okay. So I'll go first. Yes, I knew Sean in college. We were in journalism class together. That's how I got him on the pod. We were like day one friends. (laughs) J school. And our J school group was really only about 25, 30 kids. It was pretty small. And it was Sean, myself, and our friend Adam Harris. Shout out Adam, who's great too. That would sit in the back of the class, like always hungover, BSing. It was literally like you two before you two. <laughs> yeah, Sean and I were friends. So mine, I lived in a, in a house my senior year with 11 girls. And next to us was a house of 15 guys. And some of those guys that lived in that house were friends with Sean from high school. So not only did I know him from journalism class and he was my day one, we had kind of the same social circles and I would see him out. And I mean, I... New Sean, post-college, I would go to Chicago and we would hang out. I remember when I first moved to Connecticut, the first weekend that I went to New York, I met up with Sean. We had drinks on the rooftop at Brass Monkey. And he was telling me how he had just moved there. He was living in this apartment with all these people and he was trying to make something work at Complex. And now he's probably the best talk show host in America. He was always the best, always had the best personality. <laughs> I know you guys don't think so, but I think he's the best talk show host I know, in I like the show. It's just yeah, a bold like take. Too, yeah. I mean, it's not a bold take. He asks the best questions, and he doesn't have to do it with gimmicks like some of these other clowns. I would agree. I think he's really good. He's really good. He's great. I, I I think he's I think he's great. You, I guess you could say eating hot wings is kind of a gimmick, but not really. Yeah, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna call I wasn't gonna call him out for that. It's, I mean, the show is the premise is a gimmick, but he's no, he's awesome, and I think it's a great idea for a show because is, you're yeah. disarming these these totally. really famous people. It's and like, everybody wants to do it. Yeah, it's fun. He's everywhere. He's the best. Happy to see him have so much success. But yeah, I guess he's my most famous friend. Like my actual friend, not someone that I know or I have their phone number, but someone I've been in the trenches drunk with and could text right now and say what's up. Yeah, that that I mean, I think you have Sarudi and Ibita. Unless Sarudi, you know any really famous QU peeps. No, I mean, you know, I got there's a lot of local news anchors. That's me but, too. It's yeah, all like local you know, media people that are big in like I, you know, Phoenix or something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. One of the a guy that I was that I was friends with, I wouldn't say like really good friends with, but friendly with, uh, is like the basically like the Yankees' main social media guy, like on air social media guy. Um, he's got a pretty big following. Nice. Uh, but I, I think that's really, what's his name? 
Matt Stucco. He's a good dude. Shout out, Matt. Um, he, yeah, but like, like I said, it's a lot, like, just, you know, small market media. There's this girl I went to college with that works for Fox, Fox News now that's on air, too, but we won't go there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, just kind of that. Anchors, people like that. Yeah, a lot of media people for me. The school I went to, Emerson, has a lot of people that try to pursue, like, acting and film and directing and stuff like that. So it's people that are, all the people I know from college are still sort of trying to make it, if you will. So maybe one day these people will take off and be these famous actors and actresses, but maybe right now come. they're still on the grind, you know? No, I'm not. I can't act. Bad, bad actor. I'm, I'm just loud. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. You play a very specific role. <laughs> right. I would be typecasted <laughs> immediately. I could see you being like the Rob Riggle of a- Oh, uh, don't know? say that. How dare you? Just, just, <laughs> just, you just I hate, yell. hate Rob Riggle. Yeah, I'm not a big Rob Riggle guy either, I just but... feel like, how does this guy keep getting gay? I hate him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he knows somebody. Maybe he knows something about somebody. Whoa. Who knows? Yeah, so, I mean, do I win? I have the most famous friend. Yeah, so, you definitely win. Larry, Larry David's nice. daughter used to come to our nope. house for parties. Okay. Do you have her phone That's number? That's kind of cool. No. But so that doesn't count. She's not your friend. <laughs> well, I didn't. I wasn't claiming she was her friend, but. It's a cool story, but yeah. yeah no. Was she cool? Yeah, Kazzy. She's chill. What's up, Kaz? <laughs> wow. Is she famous or is she just Larry? Yeah, she's famous. She does she does some comedy stuff. She's got like you know, thousands of Instagram followers and whatnot. Yeah, she's she's on the come up. Oh my god. She dated Pete Davidson before Ariana Grande. Cassie Davidson, yeah. That's right. Wait, what? Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, she used to party at seventy four Brown. What's up? Pete Davidson, not a fan. Pete Davidson. Honestly, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean But Ariana Grande Pete Beckinson. Yeah. Yeah. What? We all know. Right. What? We don't need to talk. It's inappropriate to talk about. What is it? You, oh. Yeah. Wait, I mean, really? Yeah, Pete he's. Davidson? Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when, when when her and, when he and Ariana no. Grande broke up, like, she, like, told everyone. Yeah, she, like, tweeted about it or something. She did? Yeah, there was yeah. some sort of, like, cryptic tweet about, about uh you know, a specific number. Yeah. Right? Really? Yeah. Am yeah. I remembering this correct? Ariana. correct? No, I think I'm you're right. I'm surprised you don't remember this, Michelle. I don't think I heard it. Because I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. still in the, how did he get Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, face? that's the craziest one to me. Well, that's it? Yeah, that has to be it. Well, I didn't know that. I had never heard this. I mean, I've heard other men. John Hamm comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's known for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to just start lift- listing no, off? <laughs> You know who I heard? I took a couple of photos with John Hamm like, during this blues Okay, game. I didn't post an amp. Keep going. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Not. <laughs> Michelle, uh, do we need to take a break? Yikes. No, not those type of photos. Oh, those right. are for my private collection. I'm just no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now that we've objectified men sexually. Yeah, what's the next question? 2019. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. All right. This is. Yes or no, really quick. Sure. Is it weird for a 27-year-old man to have a steady supply of chocolate milk in the fridge? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I like chocolate milk. I say no. You do you. Well, it's, it's weird, but I'm not saying that you don't weird. have to. A steady supply of chocolate milk? It is kind of weird. When's the last time you had a chocolate milk? I don't even chocolate know. Chocolate milk's good. You know what? It's great. I love chocolate milk. Like ice cold enough. chocolate milk? I haven't had milk. enough chocolate milk. Yeah. Isn't chocolate agree. milk, it might be making this up, but isn't chocolate milk really good for you if you like work out? Like it's big, like. Yeah, Clay Thompson's. Like, yeah. Uh, Clay Thompson, Kevin Love, they're like chocolate milk spokesmen. 
they yeah, it's supposed to be a good workout thing. Instead of like drinking like a muscle milk or whatever, drink chocolate milk. You know what? It's not chocolate milk. I would know because I'm such a great workout. Right. Totally. Yeah. Next time I want Steve's top three power workout <laughs> snacks. Okay. Yeah. For okay, the no next problem. episode. So you know what I had, not recently, but within probably the past year that is reminiscent of chocolate milk is when I go run my races, I get something from every state that I go to. Uh-huh. And when I ran Rhode Island, I got the coffee milk syrup. Love that. Which yes. is Autocrat. so good. Autocrat. Yeah. Oh, you're talking Hell yeah. Oh my God. You've never had it, Steve? No. Okay, Tom, explain to Steve what this is because obviously so, as a native Rhode Islander. Yeah, it's so called? It's called, uh, well, it's called coffee syrup, but the the company that makes it Autocrat, it's actually a Lincoln, Rhode Island company. What's up, hometown? Shout out, shout out. Um, it's a syrup that you squirt into your milk and you and mm. you mix it and it becomes coffee flavored. And coffee milk is the is the drink of Rhode Island. Like, you know how every state has like an official drink? It's not coffee. It's a syrup. It's, it's like chocolate milk, that consistency, the syrup. Mm-hmm. It's coffee syrup. It's really good. And it makes your milk taste like coffee. It's not coffee, yep. but it makes your milk But like taste a sweet like coffee. coffee. I'm, surprised, I'm shocked you haven't had yeah, coffee me milk. Too. You, I mean, I lo- you don't live I that far like from Rhode Island. It. Wait, you would love it. We need to have somebody from Rhode Island send some to Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you would love it, Steve. It's so good. I'll have my mom send you a package. Do you know what it is, Steve? It's like Thank the milk girl. version of affogato. Oh, okay. Okay, well. I know you guys love that. Well, that doesn't seem right. Just, right? I'm, I'm telling you, someone that. Drink it. It is right. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to try it because I do love coffee. I would say that my coffee is, God, I love coffee. I mean, I'm not even like a guy that needs coffee because of like caffeine. I just think coffee is like the best smell in the world. There's nothing that smells Nothing is better than that. Uh, I will challenge you on this. Fresh brewed coffee, best smell. Today when I got into work, someone had just toasted a bagel and it smelled so good. Mm, was it an everything bagel? I don't know, but a freshly toasted bagel oh, really smells great. Obviously bagel is where it's at. What's up? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Interesting. Did you just say poppy seed? Yeah, poppy seed's best bagel. Period. What? I mean, yeah, best it's the best bagel. I just ve- I vehemently disagree, but I would I say g- sesame is probably two. What? So you don't like everything bagels? Is this like I'm an not a-, a huge fan? I'm because like I don't want to taste everything. I want to taste like a specific thing. You know? <laughs> no, but they uh, no. <laughs> This is the weirdest quirk. We only have 15 minutes, so let's try and work in some more questions. Tom, I know you got some. Yeah, I got some from Twitter. We got a quick one here from Kyle. He said, what's your vendetta against Kyle's? (laughs) It's not my vendetta against Kyle's. The internet doesn't like Kyle. I'm very pro-Kyle, so. Why? You know why. Oh. Yeah, we've talked about this on the pod. Yeah, it's true. Interesting. Well, not all Kyle's, though. One specific Kyle. Okay, I'll just say this. You guys haven't seen, like, the memes where, like, They'll just like, it'll be like some kid drinking a monster energy drink and like running through a door. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's cool, Kyle. Like, yeah. I feel like every time they use it, Kyle, the whole thing is like, it's it's a Kyle. Kyle does this stupid stuff. Yeah. That's what the internet <laughs> did this. I didn't do it. Don't blame me, Kyle. How dare you, Kyle, from the internet? Yeah. No, but hey, thank you for listening, Kyle. Yeah. We like you. I love Kyle's. Yeah. No, I have no I have no issue with Kyle's, but I'm just saying that's the stereotype of Kyle's is like guys who drink monster energy drinks and drive like dirt bikes. <laughs> Not from us. See, I feel like that's more of a Brett thing. Brett, okay. Or Clayton. Brett to me is Clayton. Clayton. Clayton, yeah. (laughs) What? Clayton? No, I feel like Clayton. Clayton's a real preppy name to me. Or Clay. 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 Clay loves a dirt bike. You were on the right. Brett is close, but mm, Kyle. Logan. 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 Yeah, Logan's a good one for me. Yeah, I could see a Logan. Nailed it with the Logan there. All right, let's go with another one from Twitter here. This one's from Tony. If your lives were like the Truman Show, what's the one thing that you do that you would be embarrassed that people learn that you do? Hmm. Michelle? You know what? 
I don't do anything embarrassing. No oh lie. my no. god! Because you want to know, some people might say it's embarrassing that I like to watch Bravo. I'm not embarrassed. No, that's not embarrassing. I'm just trying to think of what I do. I come home, I watch the Cardinals game, I prep for my show, I throw on some Bravo before I go to bed. <laughs> you know, oh, okay, I have one. I have one. Okay. I, I'm not even embarrassed by this at all. I've talked about this on the podcast. I live my life at home pretty exclusively in a robe. Okay. Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah. But you wouldn't be embarrassed by that if people no, found out about I'd it. I'd be like, do you want this you in did. your size? Because I bet you do. <laughs> I'm not a big robe guy. I don't get robes. Oh, that, that's a horrible robe. take by you, yeah, Scruti. Just... You've been killing me with these takes today. I mean, Stevie, you just haven't had the right robe, probably. Maybe. You're probably, I mean, you're probably right. I have not had the right robe. You're going to get one for Christmas. Oh, great. Can't wait. I would say the most embarrassing, I don't even know if this is embarrassing, but I am like kind of anal with dishes. Like I'm, oh, I overly do dishes. That's not like That a, is less embarrassing like, you than your beer cans. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah. You do just, you think that's a I'm humble really brag? Clean. Yeah. Yeah. I just love did. to do dishes all I'm the time. I'm like kind of anal about dishes. Is it, this I don't isn't know. a dating website. Like, yeah, hey, come I'm, on. I'm Be really honest good at with laundry. Yeah, so, like wait, so you guys think that the beer can thing is the most embarrassing thing? I guarantee you, you do things more embarrassing than that. Yeah, there's zero chance. Like, that the most embarrassing thing you do is doing dishes. So just okay. So just generally wearing T-shirts, I shouldn't wear. No, I could see you wearing like T-shirts with holes in them. Oh, like, when I'm at know? home, yeah. yeah. But I feel like everyone kind of dresses like a slob when they're laying around at their house, right? Oh, I don't. No, I don't. You, you get Steve, dressed up. Let me guess. Steve's in basketball shorts and like a, a full T-shirt. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I wear basketball shorts, but I'll wear like, like nice clothes, like a shirt with like the sleeves cut off or like a tank or something. Wow, definitely not. I'm not a big tank guy unless I'm at the beach. Hmm. Um, Hmm. I don't. I would say mine is probably. I feel like this doesn't happen a lot, but I if I get a bag of uh, smart food popcorn, like the big bag, like it could be gone in like a night, not even. Like it's in a it's an aggressive eating situation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got one. Uh, I like to eat pickles as a snack. These are not embarrassing. That's not that weird. What no. Are you talking about. <laughs> I'm talking okay. Like I don't know. I would be. I'd be a little embarrassed. Bag. By people seeing me put a bowl of like pickles and like eat like four or five pickles as as a snack, it's a little it's embarrassing. Not that weird. I mean, it's it's not that weird. We're just not know. embarrassed by like, anything here. I don't know. Maybe like if I don't know. Maybe the way that I sleep is kind of weird. I don't know. Oh, I sleep weird. I sleep with like my knee up, kind of like not yeah. like on my back. Like I sleep on my on my stomach, but like my knee is like way up. You know, one of my knees is way up and one of my le- other leg is like completely straight. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, kind of I basically that way too. need one of those giant pillows that you're just essentially snuggling. Like that's what I that's how I need to sleep. You need a pregnancy pillow. Yeah, no, that's 100%. I do need a pregnancy pillow. If you looked at that and you'd be like that's kind of a weird way to sleep. I am the same way. I sleep on my right side, full fetal, with one leg kind of down, and I do have a special pillow. It's curved, oh, it's jealous. silk, and it's curved in a certain way, so it props up your face so you don't get wrinkles. <laughs> so you yeah. would do that. What? Is that real? Is that or is yeah, that a placebo? Pil- silk pillowcases are good for your skin and your hair. Okay. So because I, don't like I sl- silk, I think silk's overrated. Oh my god. <laughs> you think silk's overrated? It is overrated. as a fabric. Mm-hmm. What do you think's better, overrated. velvet, well, linen? I don't think I've ever had velvet. Cotton, well, not linen. <laughs> no, because those are properly rated. Burlap, like. burlap. N- I don't know. <laughs> no, no. As Love in a good burlap robe. All of these things, terry cloth. I mean, I mean like silk winter is obviously flannel, at the top. I would say is underrated. You know, a good good flannel sheet. Like a flannel sheet. 
Yeah, but you could use silk all year round. You're not going to use flannel in the summertime. No, it's just, uh, no, not a fan. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's end this pod with a relationship question. Oh. This one comes from Troy. What's up, Troy? It's kind of a long note, so I'm going to paraphrase it. Okay. So I met a coworker in early June. We immediately hit it off. We kept it casual at first, getting together for coffee at work, talking, getting to know each other. She asked me out for drinks one night. We stayed at the bar for three hours talking, laughing, having a great time. She did mention to me very early on that she had a boyfriend. Whoa. Despite the defeat I felt, I charged on. We continued hanging out over the next couple of weeks. We went for drinks. We went for a walk. We laid out under the stars together. The next day, she skipped a date with her boyfriend to go kayaking with me. Jesus. We got lunch, we went to a bookstore, an old man asked us if we were dating. She said no. Later that night, I decided to go for it. I called her up, told her I liked her. This didn't feel like a friendship. We had a good connection, et cetera, et cetera. She takes a few days to process, gets back to me, tells me it caught her off guard. She respects me for telling her how I felt, but also is confused by my saying that it feels like we're dating because she's 100% committed to her BF. She doesn't want to be anything more than friends, okay? That was a couple weeks ago. Since then, they've hung out even more. She's introduced him to her dad and her friends. Mm-hmm. She was out of town and FaceTimed him every night. They spent the 4th of July together. She wasn't with her boyfriend with this dude. And then he gets really romantic. He says, she laughs at everything I say. She always wants to wear my bucket hat. She takes <laughs> photos of us. We're taking a... <laughs> We're taking a road trip next month. We went hiking. We engraved our names on top of a rock at the summit. Which, whoa, while we were up there, she told me her relationship's in a bad place. They don't see each other. He treats her like shit. What? She's on vacation right now with her boyfriend and the family. And she says to Troy, she wants to come back to Connecticut to see him. Okay, so here's what he wants to know. Can you guys give me your take on this situation? Tell me what you think is going on. Does she like me, but she's not ready to end things with the boyfriend? Am I filling some gap in her life that the boyfriend isn't providing? Or is she really just clueless and thinks that all this is completely normal for two friends to do? I really like her, and I think we'd be great together. Okay. I think that you should take the floor on this, Michelle, as the female in the situation. I want to hear what you have to say first. I have some thoughts, but I feel like they will change based off what you say as a girl in this situation. Okay. I'm just going to throw this out there. It is a lot to unpack. This girl is having her cake and eating it, too. She is emotionally cheating on her boyfriend. She may not have physically cheated on him, but if she's hiking with you and engraving your names on a rock and she's FaceTiming you when she's on vacation, but then she's going to turn around and go on vacation with her boyfriend. She's she's too timing. Okay. She may not have smooched yet, but it's coming. She's going to cheat on her boyfriend with you. And if she doesn't, then you are being played. She clearly doesn't like her boyfriend that much because there's no way you say I'm a hundred percent committed to my boyfriend. And then you ditch him to go kayaking with some other dude. Okay. See, that's where I sort of was thinking about going. But I also feel like she might not be ready to, I don't know, make this leap from this boyfriend. Like what it's it sounds like she's she's starting to figure out, Okay, Troy is who I need to be with. Right. Like, don't you think that that could be where this ends here? Where finally she's like, you know what? I shouldn't be with this boyfriend. He's bad to me. Blah, blah, blah. And, and yes, she's done all these, like, intimate things with Troy, um, but she just hasn't been ready to take that leap. And I, I don't, it's, it seems like it's trending in that direction, right? Am I crazy here? I think that I've known many girls like this, the classic 
monkey in the tree, right? They have to swing from one tree to another. And to me, it seems like she's waiting until it's a sure thing with Troy before she ditches the boyfriend. And who wants to be with somebody like that? You either like me enough to be with me or you don't. I personally would not want to be spending all of this time with someone. And then at the end of the night, they're going home to their boyfriend. The whole thing reeks of shady to me. Yeah. I mean, I feel really bad for Troy, but I don't know. I'm trying to keep glass half full here. What do you think, Sarudi? I think you got, I think you got to be careful here because I mean, she, something is clearly wrong and she's just like really naive about this situation or she's, like, it's hard to tell because, like, that's just a lot. There's a lot of shady stuff going on from mm-hmm. her. And, like, even, you know, ob- obviously, it sounds like she's afraid. I was kind of with Tom. It sounds like she's kind of afraid to, like, break away from the boyfriend, even though she kind of thinks she likes you better. Um, but at some point, you need to put your foot down and be like, I, you know, I like you. I can't I can't keep doing the charade. Either, like, we are sort of together and we're going to have a future together dating-wise. Or, like, I don't, I don't think it's healthy to just have that friend relationship. Especially when she's dating someone and like ditching her. Like that's just gonna come back on you and it's gonna be bad. Either way, whether or not it's tomorrow or like a couple months from now. So I think you sort of need to like put your foot down and be like, listen, like I know we talked about this before, but like, you know, I think all the signs are sort of pointing to us, you know, potentially being interested in each other and you being interested in me and not necessarily wanting to break up with your boyfriend, even though you think you should. Um, but I can't keep being dragged along on this, even mm-hmm. though I do really like you. I do got to give my man Troy some credit here for telling her how he feels because I, totally. I think we've all been in the friend zone like that before at some point in our lives. That's such a hard step to take. Like that man has, that man has balls. So shout out to Troy for that. I know he's in a tough spot, but like, you you got to know like what you did is really really strong, dude. So, uh, uh, however it plays out from here, at, at the very least, just know like you you put it out there. So, it, it, the ball's kind of in her court on this. Like you can't. Yeah, but, yeah, like what else she, can he do? But it sounds like she's happy. No, the ball's in she's his happily, court. yeah, she's happily just like living both lives. Yeah, and that's she's just not. That's not. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. mean, the ball's totally in his court because she's chilling. She's she's getting snacks with Troy and a bucket doing? hat. I yeah. need an update from the bucket Troy hat. on what the hell her boyfriend's doing. Like. Is he around? It doesn't even sound like he's around. So this says, it should be noted, this girl just graduated from college. Her boyfriend is entering his senior year. So it sounds like they may be a little long distance-y. Yeah, this is a bad, this is bad. And no lie, I mean, I'm sure you do like this girl, but either she's playing you or she's playing him. Either way, she's playing it safe so that she's not alone. And that's, you want to be with someone that's confident in themselves and that doesn't need a guy to feel secure in their life. You know, you want to be with a girl who's like, you know what, if she keeps saying that her boyfriend treats her like shit, she should dump him. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't wait until you're on the hook for her to Mm -hmm. feel confident enough to dump him. you're her safety net right now, and that's not cool. Yeah, not cool. That whole. But then, you know, you also have to understand, you you also have to accept that, like, Maybe she, I mean, it's possible that if you do give her this ultimatum that she's going to not she's going to still feel the way she feels and not think that you guys should date. Like You have to be willing to understand that, that you might you might be in the friend zone permanently, but I don't think it's worth it for you to continue this way if you really have those kind of feelings about her. Yeah. I mean, if if you put it out there and you give her the ultimatum and she says no, but I want to be friends still, that's he's going to need some time away from her. Like, no, it's you not need to back off. Yeah. yeah. You. Yeah, it's, I mean, unless unless he's a much stronger man than I. Clearly, he's into her, so yeah. he's not. I I don't mean that as a negative. I mean, clearly, he feels more than friends with her. Yeah. So he if he can't just spend friend time with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and the the detail about her a road trip next month. 
the detail about her boyfriend and them and her being apart is really important, I think. The because, college thing scares me. Yeah, because because that does kind of give validity to the fact that she's really she 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 wants the she wants to have a dude around when she's at home, and then when he's when the boyfriend's around, it's convenient for her. Then it's the then it's the boyfriend thing. I don't know, man. Troy sounds like old girls living it up. I know this girl needs to have a someone needs to have a talking to with this girl. I can tell you this: when I lived in Connecticut, I had a long distance boyfriend for a long time. And Steve and I were really good friends. And I'm not going on a hike with Steve and carving our initials on the top of a rock. <laughs> Who still carves initials? That That's weird to me. Who I wears a bucket that. hat? I wear a bucket hat. Tom's a bucket hat. Yeah, you, just, you yeah. said that because you know I wear bucket hats. I know. Hats. That's exactly I, wear a bucket hat. I have an emergency right. bucket hat in my car. Uh, a bucket hat's a personality thing. You got to have the personality I know. I just, the, I've seen Tom wear many a bucket hat. That was a, <laughs> a joke at him, obviously. Okay, well. We got to wrap this up because I need to get to a workout class so that I can be prepped for Barry's boot camp. Cool. Have fun. Thank you. You should Instagram about how you're so fit, like with all those people. Like, oh, we work out on vacation. No, it'll be me on a stretcher being <laughs> taken away. Be like, bring a rosé to the hospital. Yeah, but did you really go to Barry's boot camp if you didn't Instagram about it? That is such a great question. And so I yeah. shall Instagram it to prove that I did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to it. Well, I feel like you don't even need to Instagram it. You did a podcast about it. That's, that's like, true. That's like even But I haven't better. completed it yet. So far, it's just a confirmation yeah, no, email need, saying, yeah. see you in the red room. Exactly. Yeah, we need, we need evidence. God, the red room. You know what time it is. If you haven't already, head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, find it, subscribe to it, rate it, preferably five stars, and leave a review. Like this person with the subject line, Vocal Fry, five stars. Love the vocal fry from the male and female characters on the show. It reminds me of watching The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. The coverage of all things happening from the latest drinks to how the blues are better than NBA free agency make me jones for the notification of a new episode. Wow. That's really nice. Uh, bachelor, bachelorette, though. That Vocal I don't. Fry. Yeah, yeah. What is that all about? I mean, I'm sorry. I have a deep voice. I can't help it. This is <laughs> what God gave me. I didn't really know what that. I feel meant, like that even. review was a complete salt. <laughs> like I don't know if this fanboy, because that's the, the moniker he gave, actually likes this or if he sneaky hates us. You think that was a dig? Vocal fry? <laughs> Calling us the bachelor, bachelorette? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think those are compliments, per so, se. I've been watching The Bachelorette this season. It's the first season I've ever watched. Maybe we can talk about that at a different time. Yeah. It's a terrible show. Terrible. It's awful. And I'm just sucked in at this point, so whatever. The finale's next week. Who's she going to pick? Who knows? Right. Come on, Hannah. Make the right choice. Um, but no, it's a really, really bad show, and I'm excited for it to be over and out of my life. As someone who's a huge fan of reality TV and someone that has dabbled in various reality TV franchises, mostly Bravo, a little bit of E mm-hmm. worked in there. Okay. When I watched The Bachelor at, yeah, The Bachelorette, it was because I was at ESPN and everybody there was so into it. Yeah. We talked about it on our shows. Mel Kuyper had a Bachelor big board. That was hilarious. For crying he out loud. He still does that, doesn't he? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. It was great, though. I don't watch the show. Yeah. But it was bad. It was not that entertaining. It's Frank- just really bad television. I frankly didn't want any of them to win. Yeah. I didn't want any of them to find love because I thought they all suck so badly. It feels really fake, too. Like, yeah. There's no way they're that in love right away with all of the contestants. Yeah. My whole thing was these girls and guys crying after being sent home 
you know, two, three days in, I'm thinking, you don't even know this person's last name, and you just saw him make out with five other people. Yeah. Like, you cannot be that into him. 100%. And their crying is not because they're that upset about being sent home. It's because they're that upset about their brand not being able to be as strong after the show. Yeah, they're just embarrassed that they got played on national TV. <laughs> So I guess that's a, you know, an insult, a backhanded compliment. Yeah, and sorry about the voice, deal with it. <laughs> Can't do anything about it. Vocal Fry, is that, we should Google that, because I think it's something specific. Okay, hold on, I'll head to the Google machine. Where it's not just, oh, you have a deep, raspy voice. See, I don't even feel like you do, but. Oh, I do. I, I guess you do. I just am used to it. Based on other female voices, mine's pretty deep. Vocal Fry. <laughs> The vocal fry register is the lowest vocal register and is produced through a loose glottal closure that permits air to bubble through slowly popping or rattling sound of a very low frequency. Okay. <laughs> That's whatever that, whatever that means. So, yeah, science. <sighs> science. So that means it's not that you have a deep voice, it's that you're projecting your voice low. Okay. Is this person insinuating we're Elizabeth Holmesing this? Elizabeth Holmesing this. Uh, I can assure them that that's way, way too much effort on our end that we're not going to be putting in to sound like Elizabeth Holmes for the podcast. Yeah. No, not going to do that. Um, also, people have accused me of being a smoker. They're like, yes, yeah, sick voice. Like, <laughs> light up another one. <laughs> Throw on another heater. And you're so not a smoker. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. <laughs> Seriously, never. Not once. Yeah. I hate the smell of them. The idea of it sickens me. I wouldn't even date a smoker. <laughs> well, that's fair. smoke myself. A lot of people kind of have that as a turnoff for people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, you do you. Um, I honestly respect the hell out of smokers, if this makes sense. Like, if you're going to stand outside in the dead of winter to feed your addiction... You go ahead. I will walk outside in winter and see people smoking outside and think, wow, you're committed. I feel like you're into this. I would quit for that reason alone. <laughs> right. It's freezing. It's freezing. Okay, next one and last one. This is from B from Connecticut. B, what's up? Always a great listen. Five stars. Listening to the pod is like eavesdropping on a hang with old friends. Whether it's Michelle repping STL hard, Freeze Pops detailing his latest Bumble adventures, or Saruti dropping some knowledge and a little judgment, I'm here for all of it. Michelle has got to bring back the Goodnight Boston sign-off, but with a slight tweak that I'm sure Tommy will love. Okay. Goodnight Boston from the home of the Stanley Cup champions. How do you feel about it? I just know you're really stuck on the not wanting to have the Goodnight Boston part of it in there. But he's, he's putting a good twist on it. B, I appreciate the effort. That just seems like a lot. Yeah, it is. It's, it's sort of clunky. Goodnight Boston was just clean. Clean out. But for B, I'll bring it back this week. Ah, okay. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready for it. Well, thanks so much for listening. We will be back in action next week. But until then, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.